My dear Morrigan, he paused to grimace, is finally at peace, and so must we all be. The town of Jackalfax, indeed, the entire state of Great Wolfacre, is safe again. There is nothing to fear. A murmur of uncertainty rippled through the crowd, and the onslaught of camera flashes seemed to slow. The Chancellor looked up at them, blinking. His paper rustled in a slight wind. Or perhaps it was his hand shaking. Thank you. I will not be taking questions. Chapter 1 The Cursed Crow Winter of Eleven Three Days Earlier The kitchen cat was dead, and Morrigan was to blame. She didn't know how it had happened or when. She thought perhaps he'd eaten something poisonous overnight. There were no injuries to suggest a fox or dog attack. Apart from a bit of dried blood at the corner of his mouth, he looked like he was sleeping, but he was cold and stiff. When she found his body in the weak winter morning light, Morrigan crouched down beside him in the dirt, a frown creasing her forehead. She stroked his black pelt from the top of his head to the tip of his bushy tail. Sorry, kitchen cat, she murmured. Morrigan thought about where best to bury him and whether she could ask Grandmother for a bit of nice linen to wrap him in. Probably best not to, she decided. She'd use one of her own nightshirts. Cook opened the back door to give yesterday's scraps to the dogs, and was so startled by Morrigan's presence, she nearly dropped her bucket. The old woman peered down at the dead cat, and set her mouth in a line. Better his woe than mine, praise be to the divine, she muttered knocking on the wooden doorframe and kissing the pendant she wore around her neck. She glanced sideways at Morrigan. I like that cat. So did I, said Morrigan. Oh yes, I can see that. There was a bitter note in her voice, and Morrigan noticed she was backing away, inch by wary inch. Come on now, inside. They're waiting for you in his office. Morrigan hurried into the house hovering for a moment near the door from the kitchen to the hallway. She watched Cook take a piece of chalk and write, Kitchen Cat Dead, on the blackboard, at the end of a long list that most recently included Spoiled Fish, Old Tom's Heart Attack, Floods in North Prosper, and Gravy Stains on Best Tablecloth. I can recommend several excellent child psychologists in the greater Jackalfax area. The new caseworker hadn't touched her tea and biscuits. She'd travelled two and a half hours from the capital by rail that morning and walked from the train station to Crow Manor in a wretched drizzle. Her wet hair was plastered to her head, her coat soaked through. Morrigan was struggling to think of a better remedy for this misery than tea and biscuits, but the woman didn't seem interested. 
I didn't make the tea, said Morrigan, if that's what you're worried about. The woman ignored her. Dr. Fielding is famous for his work with cursed children. I'm sure you've heard of him. Dr. Llewellyn is also highly regarded, if you like a gentler, more maternal approach. Morrigan's father cleared his throat uncomfortably. <clears throat> that won't be necessary. Corvus had developed a subtle twitch in his left eye that only appeared during these mandatory monthly meetings, which signalled to Morrigan that he hated them as much as she did. Coal black hair and crooked noses aside, it was the only thing father and daughter had in common. Morrigan has no need of counsel, he continued. She's a sensible enough child. She is well acquainted with her situation. The caseworker chanced a fleeting...